number 28 of the infinite backlog a chronological tour of the best and most noteworthy marvel comics i'm andy the cosmic calculator and with me are my co-hosts shane the astral auditor (laughs) i knew you were gonna do math shit (laughs) (laughs) oh here comes math boy with his math names and rory the collector of the cosmic dividend Mm. hey everybody that's hot that's a hot name (laughs) <laughs> is. yeah the cosmic uh, dividend is is what i call doing it what? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> today's comics feature adam warlock howard the duck and the x-men and they take us from february 1975 through january of 1976 and during this time i've got a lighthearted one for you no more sad facts. Bill Gates found Hashtag Microsoft. Sad facts. <laughs> Hashtag sad facts. This is time for Andy's. This is Andy's time of the podcast where he says <laughs> so right sad. up at the front. Right up at the front where it's the most it. important and just going to set the tone. Just, just, just bummers. <laughs> no, uh, oh, Andy's bummers is a really good name for a segment. <laughs> Andy's bummers. And we'll play Bill a little Gates song here now. Found just a little jingle song. Andy's bummers. The first episode of SNL is aired, hosted by George Carlin, and Jaws comes out in theaters and pulls in, and I did not know this, it pulls in a record $123 million at the box office, and many people consider it the first blockbuster film. Yeah. I was unaware of that uh, distinction. Well, what would have been, what else would it have been? I don't know. It's a good question, because all the big stuff came out in the 80s. Um, or at least the stuff that I would think of when I think of big stuff. Um, I mean, I, I think I think if you consider blockbuster at least tangentially its own genre, right? Where it's like yeah, totally kind of an action movie, kind of just an all appealing kind of nothing. Not nothing. Mm-hmm. The movie doesn't have to be bad, but Jaws isn't a horror movie, you know. Nope. So yeah, I think that's a fair, a fair. Yeah, marker. and it's apparently it was because part in part because there was sort of an unprecedented television ad blitz for the movie. Um, sure. So I think so a lot of, of like it is in marketing the monstrosity. Yeah. yeah, exactly. The marketing monstrosity that turns into a, a public frenzy, mm-hmm. sort of defining the blockbuster. And apparently Jaws was that, uh, which I get. I mean, it's a good movie. But, you know, if, if Jaws came out today, I don't know if it would have people lining up around the block necessarily. Well, um, yeah, but it would come out today in a world that has been spent the last 45 years being shaped by what Jaws did. Tur- that's mm-hmm. true. That's so like, yeah, it's Very a true. little unfair. It's like how I, it's it's like reading Shakespeare and being like, boy, this guy's cliche. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Uh, we were talking about that a little bit earlier on our stream as well. Sort of how I feel about uh, um, the Bioshock games, where it's like there were immersive sims before, but Bioshock came out, and then for like the next ten years, everyone copied it. And so, like, you go back and you play it, and it's like, mm, I don't know. But at the time. Blew our fucking minds. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a good energy to walk into with this today. Can we can we can we sort of capture that energy as we yeah. start talking about Warlock? Because the show that I could have sworn or the, the, the book I could have sworn. We asked you never to give us more of. <laughs> I, <laughs> it continues to show up in my reading. Like, you just. <laughs> Every week, Adam Warlock just puts his little cocoon back in my mouth, and he just shows up in my comics. But hang on, I have to say, I have to say, it had no right to be this good. The, it's yeah, actually the good. Main, well, mainline Warlock was good. The first three we read were kind of trash. Uh, uh, yes, yes. There was a very delicious strangeness to them, but, you know, they were trash. 
It's so much better than the weird like Jesus allegory they were doing. Yeah, yeah I'll give they you. they dropped him into this like what if Jesus was world. afraid of clowns? Yeah. They just <laughs> They dropped him into all this bullshit, and it worked we, so good. Look, look, we don't know that real Jesus wasn't afraid of clowns. I want to get that out there. We can't ask him. He probably was. It's a very rational fear. Look. <laughs> Ephesians 4, 4.17. <laughs> Jesus said, no clowns, bitch. I don't like them. They're spooky. <laughs> and Paul's like, I got you these for your birthday. Uh, and... So, so the deal here is that as soon as he left Counter-Earth, Warlock had the freedom to actually have a better story. And I'm so happy about it. I'm not saying it's executed well. I think the, the like Rory was saying, we read, so they, they kind of soft brought him back, right? Because they canceled him at issue eight. And now they're bringing him back a little bit for several issues of Strange Tales, which as you might remember, is kind of an anthology title that just sort of does whatever they want. Um... And so Warlock is headlining Strange Tales for a few months as they kind of test the waters again. And then turns out this direction is the good one. And they bring his original title back. Uh, and the art in the Strange Tales issues is abysmal. Uh, the framing was all right. I liked, uh, I liked the, the paneling. But, uh, you but the artist, liked the, the paneling? I think so. I think I remember some cool paneling. But I could be well, wrong. Maybe. I could be, I could be uh, I, misremembering. I mean, Andy, it's, you it's, can't it's look at a you can't look at a spooky a spooky monster with six arms and a face. <laughs> okay, and but tell that, me you didn't love it. <laughs> I have to. Okay, yes, there's some design things that are amazing. So, I think I like the, the issue that too. I had is that Starlin is splitting up his pages into about sixteen discrete tiny panels with each of them a narration text box. And sometimes also <laughs> a word bubble. And it means that every single panel has very little dynamic stuff going on because there's yeah. so many, they take up very little space. And so it's like a bunch of like close-up shots of faces or weird stuff. I don't know. It wasn't to my taste, but I can understand if you... I mean, we can literally agree to disagree on this podcast. That's fine with me. Well, well we're still you, uh, we're still right. just not in a time when uh, anything besides just straight up nine panel grid is is uh very common yeah i mean i'm i feel like we're seeing like especially when we get into x-men which i didn't love these first couple issues that we read of x-men but it has some pretty exciting panel structure going oh for on. sure but we're also reading this sort of like best of the best accumulate you know curated yep, yep. list of comics so yep true true we're you're gonna right, have you're a, right we're gonna have a slightly weighted uh experience so the the crux is there's like we read, we read six issues that cover Adam Warlock today, so we don't really have to. I, I don't think we should spend the time like to talk about every single six one issues yeah. of Warlock, <laughs> which I'm pretty sure Rory specifically you... cited that number as never again or never we can't do it. I think we changed. I think that was the reason we canceled it because we looked ahead one week and you saw there was going to be six and you said no. Yes, but and I so... didn't realize the. <laughs> Strange Tales was all Warlock. This one, you I snuck didn't this either. one in. I, want that, I want that on the record. I didn't realize Strange Tales was Warlock either. No, <laughs> Andy. No. This is the third time. This is, no. <laughs> fool me once. Shame on me. And fool me twice. Also, shame on me for letting you make me read this, okay? Like, this is the third time that you have said, oh, I had no idea that I gave you this bullshit. <laughs> Like, you expect us to just roll over and let you shove this <laughs> cocoon into our throat. <laughs> okay, in my defense, it's a different name. It's Strange Tales. How was I supposed to? Okay, here's what happened. Here's what happened. I went and I looked ahead and I got rid of the warlock that we said we were going to get rid of. And then I knew we needed to come back at some point just to check out what was happening. Then a couple days ago, I looked in and I saw it with, that that was Warlock and went, oh, whoops. <laughs> but but instead of changing it last second, because I know we all read last minute, instead of changing it and going like, let's swap it out, I looked it up and it turns out that this sort of, this plot line is kind of, it starts there and it continues. Yeah, the, like, the team up with Thanos was fun. And and yeah. as it turns out, the sort of like wildness of the clown planet and the, and the monster <laughs> and, the, and the madness monster, I didn't hate. No, I the the coolest thing that I think I, I don't know this plot is interesting because it seems more mature, and I don't mean that as like adult. I mean like mature as like a like sort of a an interesting developed kind of plot. 
is that we've been introduced to this new villain named the Magus or the Magus, however you pronounce that word. I say Magus. Magus. And That's Magus, the dictionary pronounces it. I know. That's how I always say it, but I hear so many different things from different people. It's bananas. People people don't use dictionaries anymore. No, and that's probably okay. And that's that's right. what's wrong with America. People don't use no. dictionaries anymore. Language <laughs> language evolves, and if and if enough people just belligerently decide to to sort of shift the, yeah. the English pronunciation, then that's their right as Americans. <laughs> <laughs> that's real. This is America's Corner with Rory. America's Corner with Rory. (laughs) (laughs) I find the Magus really interesting because in any other story that we would uh, see today, they would have kept this reveal for like a act three sort of scenario. But the Magus is Adam Warlock from the future. And he's evil and like horrible. And he's created a mega, he's a galactic mega church. And I love it. It's great. Uh, I love it. Can I make a request? Uh, when 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 Shane when in the recording when Shane says America Corner with Rory, I want to play like a a guitar riff and then an eagle scream. <laughs> you got it. But it's just gonna be Shane and Andy doing the sounds with our mouths. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what eagles sound like. You guys, come on. It's okay. America doesn't either because we use a hawk sound whenever we do the eagle because the actual eagles sound like hell. Actual eagles are horrifyingly squeaky. Spooky. So the Magus is blue evil warlock with an afro. Are we on board with that? Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is a strange design decision, but I do love it at the same time. Um. But what's really interesting is that I love about this 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 series of issues that we read is that it constantly is playing playing around with and having fun with the the sort of time travel aspect because Warlock at every turn is like oh but I know you lived my life before and I, this is all the past to you kind of because you traveled back in time but last time did I do this and he just was like yes yep. I yep. did. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm ready to counter it because, yes, I did. This is inevitable. You're fucked. You're going to be me. And it's, I don't know, the sort of casualness with which he's like, yeah, I fucking did do this and you can't change anything is really kind of scary. And it was was interesting how much of this wound up seeming like the prototype for what is the MCU, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Not only with literally Gamora, but also, Mm -hmm. uh, what's his name? Pip? Yeah, Pip seems Pip. a lot more like the, Rocket. Uh, he could go Rocket with his with his quippiness, but but with his sort of like yeah, yeah, I could go Rocket. I was gonna say um, Drax a little bit with the. I, I could see that too, though. Him sort yeah. of being a, a bruiser who doesn't kind of get you know etiquette. Mm-hmm. Hey yeah. everyone, Pip is a troll. Just so <laughs> just everyone listening, <laughs> Pip uh, Pip is of the a troll, troll people of the yeah. troll people of the well established trolls we all know about. <laughs> <laughs> who is always smoking a cigar? Yeah, and I would I would die for this little short boy. I liked him a lot in the first issue. He did sort of fall, I think, uh, into being kind of the rest of his his uh, presence in the comic was kind of heavy handed comic support, mm-hmm. which I I didn't love because he's not that funny, right? But I liked him a lot in the first issue where he's kind of in charge of the of the uh the mutant sort of monster slaves. Oh yeah, yeah, it was during the during the sort of prison breakout on the on the 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 church ship. <laughs> yeah, on the church ship, on the on the mega church battleship. <laughs> and uh and he he wants uh they're trying to convince Warlock to be their king and he's like I've tried that it's it's always bad. <laughs> it's a like, bad idea. Guys, I'm the Come on, Warlock, I'm the smartest one here. I can't, I can't do it. I can't be king of these guys. <laughs> they picked me to be their leader. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, there's one thing I do need us to talk about really fast, even if it's just me saying it and everyone going, yes, absolutely. Pip is cut. He's got he a has, six pack. He has, yeah. like, he's small, he's a troll, he's gray, he's smoking a cigar, but that dude... They draw him like it's crazy. He's, He's got cum gutters. <laughs> he does He's got the gutters. It's like real. It's absolutely real. Uh, I don't really. Yes, yeah, so I, I don't know. I was very confused, but I was I was into it. I like Pip. What this, did Rory just call them? 
They're the called. You know, the sex V. The sex I'm V. I'm sorry, <laughs> listen. As as a homosexual man, let me get on my little homosexual box for a second. Uh-huh. I have never ever heard them called <laughs> cold gutters. Are, are you can, I start? need to I need to say it like that too. You have to go gutters. Oh no, this episode is going off a, a, a cliff now. I think the, we, it's like it's like the FCC lets us get like three comes and then we have to stop, otherwise they're gonna take us off the air. Just like my girlfriend, am I right? Oh I'm my sorry. god! Get get me out of here! Get me out of here! Get me out of here! We have to go. Um, Talk about the mouth. Talk about the mouth and the eyeball. Okay, oh, yeah, God, sure. The mouth. Yeah. At, at some point, uh, a trap door opens, and uh, the narration explicitly tells us it it happens too fast for Warlock to be able to react and fly, and so he just kind of falls through, and he ends up in a trial. There's a big face, a big evil face that has four arms and two legs, but no body. He's like, he looks like Graveler, the Pokemon. Yes, he is a Graveler, <laughs> yep. uh, and he's the judge. And actually, I love this sequence. I liked the judge a lot. What is his name? Krator? Uh, Krator. Uh, yes, yep. Krator. And his the, the prosecutor is a giant mouth, and the defender is a giant eyeball. And there's a really funny thing that they keep doing, and I think it's unintentional humor, but uh, once in a while, they'll give Adam Warlock like an aside, like he says, just sort of like a little thing to himself or quietly. And they give him this very tiny text box with smaller text. And when they're introducing, it's like, and here's your defender. He's a big eyeball. There's a tiny little bubble where Adam goes, but he he doesn't have a mouth. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, how's he going to defend you? He's like, he doesn't, have a, he doesn't have a fucking mouth, though. <laughs> but probably my favorite part about this, though, is that they are extremely open with how fake this trial is. And yeah. At a certain point, the mouth is like, excuse me, Your Honor, I think at this point we have enough footage of the trial that we can edit in the edit room. We can make it look like a fair one and the public will be happy about it. And they're like, great. Well, we've accomplished our mission. You're guilty. (laughs) And I I don't know. I liked it. I thought it was nice and sort of cynically biting. Yeah. It was a good time. Uh, And it was such a harsh harsh turnaround when i opened the next issue and was assaulted with 1000 clowns <laughs> I... <laughs> yeah so i guess adam warlock's punishment for being guilty is um some sort of mental mi- mental clown prison <laughs> yeah they, they put him in the like a vr headset basically to brainwash him into following their religion yeah with with, with a, <laughs> killer clowns with clowns it's a clown like leading him around his weird brain scape right mm-hmm. including the giant just tower of trash can we talk about oh, the tower of trash that the clowns keep building and then it fall, yeah. falls over and they keep yeah. building it again they just oh, build and a actually, tower of trash yeah this tracks I just had to double check when John Wayne Gacy was active so this would have been oh no because they haven't caught him yet so they don't mm. know he's a Clown guy. I don't know he's a it's clown. 70, it's 76 in the comics we read, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing span of crimes went from 72 to 78. So I'm assuming we didn't know he was up to shit right. prior to 78. <laughs> right. <laughs> now we just kept our eye on him while he clowned around. <laughs> they did just keep their eye on him. They let him go a couple times because they just thought, you know, gays be, gays be like that back then. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, Gays man. just be clowning. <laughs> <laughs> Gays, we're all about gutters and clowns. We're way over our allotment. We'll cut everything besides Shane's last gutter reference so that it comes out of nowhere. (laughs) It really hits. Yeah, and then Shane's the villain. Um, (laughs) No, that's what the muscle's called. That's for sure yeah, what the doctor is called. That's what the doctor's called. I, I went to the doctor and he told me I pulled my cock. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. We have oh, to. No, we have to make no, it clean. We don't. No, we, no, we have to make it clean. You have to call it like a gravy boat or something, like a baby <laughs> gravy boat. Oh, yeah, no, no. Gravy's fun. Gravy is, yeah. ob- obfuscates what's going on a little bit. I don't know. There's a side plot where Pip the troll meets up with Gamora and we learn she's Gamora. She's the deadliest woman in the whole galaxy. 
she says herself. So I don't know if that's true. But we don't immediately know. I mean, obviously, we have seen the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. So we know that's that what Gamora... was kind of fun. I kind of saw that they were doing that without. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't know as a as a first time reader if you were reading at the time, but um, you wouldn't care necessarily right. either. Is so this the first fun. time she shows up? Yep. Yeah. In, in yeah. Anything? That's so cool. Yeah. And she is working for Thanos. It's not It's not like explicit right now that and maybe it's a retcon later that they have like a father-daughter type relationship. Well, he saved but... her as a young kid and raised her. So I think that's, it, yeah. that's, that's, uh, that's in the text. I think uh, they don't call you know, each other father and daughter. They don't but call it each is, other it father and daughter. It is there. Yeah. And so, yeah, she's been taking orders from Thanos, who sees Magus, 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 Magus as a uh, as a potential threat, and is willing to show up and and fuck around with him. And so, you know, Thanos is sort of gambling that his sort of time probe fuckery, blah blah blah, wave the hand is is enough to disrupt the sort of what seems to be an unshakable fate that Warlock is to turn into Mag- Magus. Oh no, I'm having a trouble. I'm having trouble because I second guess myself. Magus, but it, it it's kind of unclear whether or not that's that's uh, for sure true. But of course, they do eventually win. Spoiler alert: the heroes don't all die. This uh, th- this uh, last little bit. Did you guys get like big time Dungeons and Dragons vibes? Ooh, what part? What part are you thinking? Well, the, it, it just kind of it, it's a little bit not explicit, but it's they're kind of walking around in, the, in an obvious dungeon, right? It's like just mm-hmm. kind of dark, you know, rooms. Sure. And then they, they're kind of assembling this this sort of, um, you know, D&D party. You've got a Thanos, yeah. a Warlock, a Gamora, and a Pip. <laughs> you <laughs> know, you know, the classes. To play. Yeah, it's my favorite class. <laughs> but they felt like D&D classes more than, yeah. Uh, yeah, more oh, than, like a, more than, than an Avengers, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, actually, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Adam Warlock's fun. the mage, right? Yeah. And Thanos is like, I don't know. He's kind of like. He has warlock vibes, but he also has like 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 a, a fighter or a barbarian vibe well, as he's, well. He's a paladin, clearly. And then and then they All also right. sort of invoke it with with the sort of um when he shows up and they're kind of doing straight up Conan stuff where he's Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> on the pile of bodies. Uh-huh. Yes, hot. <laughs> I <laughs> I really yeah, I don't know. I really I really liked this whole bit and Thanos sort of being like at one point he's also like again refreshingly candid about his motives where he's like yeah i'm like not your friend or anything i'm i'm still going off for my own like world domination style thing but i feel like i'd rather fight you adam than magus so i'm here to fuck up magus and if we have a problem in the future then we can deal with it in the future but like i'm here to fix my future problems so (laughs) you want to work with me on that Mm. and it's like yeah okay (laughs) Why not? Also, he's kind of like you know, I'm ageless and can time travel, so kind of, you know, <laughs> I'll get the I'll get the rock out of your head when you die, bro. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, dog. Uh, Ooh, that rock though. We haven't talked about it a lot. The the uh, the soul stone, the soul gem, uh, seems to be. I mean, Adam says at certain points that he feels like it's evil in nature, and it is sucking the souls out of people he beats up. And he hates it, and he's like trying to fight against it. And I think that's also a really interesting angle they've yeah, introduced. Yeah, it's fun. I don't know. Warlock's good now. Uh, so it has no right. I, I I don't I don't make any apologies anymore for the warlock we're gonna read. Because no, you should still apologize because you only are supposed to have three strikes, <laughs> and you change the rules. If something gets good a million times after we've asked you to stop, it doesn't count as like a win for Andy. Yeah, no means no. <laughs> damn it all right well okay it's not a win but we get to enjoy it anyway Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. yeah and we'll we'll continue this next week I, I, if you can't tell we're leading this is all part of a lead up towards another big sort of thanos situation and i my gut tells me that it is the one that involves the infinity gems the first time um but we'll see. It, oh, it wait, I like want to ask you guys a question because this this I didn't understand exactly how this. No, I don't mean exactly. I mean, I completely didn't understand how this situation arose. So at the very end, Magus has uh, sort of killed or or committed to death uh, his the head matron of his church. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then Warlock like falls in love with her while she's dying. 
Did anybody get that? Yeah, I kind of <laughs> got that too. No, that for sure happened. I meant, did anybody understand why that was happening? Well, no. so it it kind it kind of like listen, like he probably loves her in both in both timelines, right? Like that's probably why she's. You think the he loves her so much? His love time traveled back to Warlock. <laughs> well, no, but no, I mean, not, that was a serious question. That was not a joke. Like, yeah, question. no, no. I th- I think that like she. She probably fell in love with him as Warlock and then followed him into becoming this evil matron person, right? Totally. And then, then lost sight of it later on. But and when so did maybe... this Warlock fall in love with her? Yeah, really fast as she was dying because he likes <laughs> he likes the unobtainable. He likes the... He's he's really into people who are so broken that he, he doesn't have to stick around for. Yeah. Oh, yeah. gross. <laughs> it's No, it's really weird. It's very fast on the page and they have a very tender moment. Um, it's a tender moment, like backdropped by skulls and screaming hellscapes. It's odd. Yes, it's, it's a real weird, weird page. Um, the artist probably got dumped that week. <laughs> <laughs> but what's interesting, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not sure where this is going to go. Is that, and we're kind of coming back to the Jesus territory. So I guess a little warning there. It seems kind of more like the Bible's coming back. Is that? Warlock is sort of coming to terms with the fact that maybe the only thing that's actually going to work is suicide and sacrificing himself. I'm interested to see what happens because that seems like an end of his arc, right? Like, okay, cool. I figured it out and I'm going to just kill myself or find a way to end myself. And is that going to be the end of Warlock or how are they going to bring him back? I don't know. I don't know. So I'm interested to see where it goes. Yeah. Howard the Duck is a comic that we read. (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas. (laughs) Do you like this comic? Uh, I will give you a yes and a no. And the general, the more bigger answer is is no. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The truer answer, yes. Right. Yeah, so I felt like the comedy that they were relying on was completely unearned and unjustified, where basically we're supposed to be imagining he's Donald Duck. Um, right. He's clearly a, a, a design spinoff of It's a design spinoff, but like he's not really that funny. And the only thing that I think were jokes were like more interesting, weird sci-fi premises than jokes. Mm. Where like he's about he's sitting in a he's sitting on the dock in Cleveland about to drown himself when he's like, yeah. Well, why drown myself when I could die doing Dungeons and Dragons? So he swims out across some body of water to a tower um that in exists Cleveland. outside of Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland's Cleveland's D D tower. Cleveland's famous D D tower. And it's like made it's made of credit cards, and I yeah. think that's supposed to be a gag, but it wasn't that's not funny well it's weird it's i i think it's right because it's supposed to tie into the villain of this issue which is pro rata the the mad financial wizard let's yeah. talk about that because i love that pro rata is um, good was something going on in cleveland in the 70s where they were like going broke or there were some people like bankrupting the city or something is something crazy going on that we I don't, don't understand because we don't is live that there? is that a not a real question that's i mean i have no idea like i it yeah, seems that's, this oddly is the destruction. Specific. This is the destruction of the automotive industry. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. So, the Rust Belt, the literal, the the yeah. what, what's now the Rust Belt is is a crumbling empire of the Midwest <laughs> in 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 seventy five. Yeah, I mean, there's something there. It just, yeah, I agree with you though. Like it, it, it doesn't quite, it doesn't quite come together toward to to create the sort of like cutting satire. I think they're doing, or yeah, they think they're doing. It's not yeah. like realized. And ultimately, like I said, so most of Howard, most of any comedy doesn't come from anything. For, it's not it's not character based. Right. And his quips aren't very good. You you really would have to pretend this is a Disney character trapped in some sort of weird financial D&D <laughs> hell to make it funny. It's well, except, I don't know. At the end, when Spider-Man shows up and that is fun. Yeah. So I I don't know. I have a I have a kind of a different take on this and I I full disclosure I've read a little bit of Howard the Duck before, so I've read the, like the first 10 issues of this maybe. 
So I don't know if it's something that's just not coming through on the text right now or whatever. Or maybe it does and you still don't think it's fun or funny. And that's totally fine. But I, the vibe I get off of Howard is definitely not like he's supposed to be a Donald type. I think he's supposed to look like Donald, but his energy is so much more like a jaded 50-something who doesn't, mm-hmm. who's like done with everything. And so yeah, I don't know. What I meant when they were borrowing the humor is that if you don't know about Donald Duck, then what you're seeing on the page no longer <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not I get it, yeah I get that I get that there's like an in- inherent comedy that doesn't land when that's not like 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 in, in in 75 maybe or maybe this was 76 at this point but that that was like maybe an interesting like just the premise and the visuals enough were or alone were enough to kind of get a rise out of somebody like ha, honey they're doing Donald but he's smoking <laughs> a cigar honey look at this comic uh I don't know. I don't know. What I do think is interesting is that he is the way he talks definitely feels more mature and like like an older target. Like this isn't I don't feel like this is a comic for like a little kid in the way that maybe another one might be. Right. Like even 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 Warlock. Right. Like is getting a little heady, but like could still be interesting to like a 10, 12 year old. potentially. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's getting a little heady, but it isn't panel one. The character is about to blow his brains out. Like that tells you the age group that that's (laughs) that's going to like not put this down immediately. (laughs) Yes. That and the incredibly scantily clad woman in this issue with quite a lot of, as the kids say, cake. Yeah. Now in the. At some point, doesn't Howard the Duck become quite a bit of a horn dog? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Have you guys ever seen the movie? Once no, a long time ago. Yeah, literally when I was a child. But it is <laughs> like about a puppet duck having sex with hot yeah. babes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you get the sense that that's sort of where this might go too. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah, the yeah. titillation is more for the reader's benefit, and Howard isn't being overtly gross to the, right, for the most not part. Not yet. Yeah, and. And he doesn't even necessarily seem to be that interested in her, even though she's hardly wearing anything and is, you know, conventionally attractive. Her name's Beverly Switzer as well, which is kind of fun for how medieval high concept she seems at the beginning of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she's being forced to to wear this, right? Right. Like, it's true. Pro Rata's forced like, cosplay. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's Pro Rata's, like, assistant or some shit that he went crazy and kidnapped. Yeah. Uh, it's it's uh, it's worth noting the the... The titles I used at the beginning of this issue are all from this, and I'm going to read you uh, this this quote that he says that is one of my favorite things anyone's ever said so far, which is, for at that hour, the stellar balance sheet comes into alignment. The astral audit may be taken, and I, I alone, shall collect the cosmic dividend. <laughs> and I love, I love somebody who's that unabashed about their horrible concept. It's a bad yeah. character concept, and he is living it, and I'm, <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> but yeah, Spider-Man does show up, uh, presumably just to sort of move the comic, right? To sort yeah, of well, and, sell, I, and I think that's sell the issue. I, that and or this is sort of like our proto Deadpool, our sort of meta yeah. meta Marvel stuff. Yep. Um, I yeah. And the way that it wasn't over the top that they sort of justified it in world. We cut to Peter Parker getting a, you know, getting a memo from Jay Jonah to go to Cleveland where there's some sort of goofy duck that he wants photographs of. Um, and he's like, a fucking Cleveland? Are you serious? <laughs> but it does it does end up with it's uh, with Spider-Man kind of doing Conan with and it's fun. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I, I think it's kind of maybe a coincidence that we got a lot of uh, Conan aping this week, but maybe not. Maybe a lot of Marvel's do getting into it. Maybe. It's really lucky that so many helicopters just fly over this spooky tower in Cleveland, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Peter Parker's like, all right, well, I'm going to go on my convenient helicopter now. Bye. <laughs> but I, yeah, that was when that was when the sort of silliness finally worked for me. Uh, Pro yeah. is a little bit funny. I didn't really vibe with Howard the character. But now sure. that now that Spider-Man and Howard the Duck are fighting together <laughs> against this um you know, math wizard. Math was, magician. Yeah, I was on board. Math magician. Uh, I, so this is, uh, maybe this is the first time I'm mentioning this on air. We've talked about it a little bit off air, but coming up over the next couple weeks, we're going to be introducing 
some new titles. And at the moment, the reading list assumes that we're going to read all of them alongside each other, which I don't think is real. We're going to cut at least one. And I want you to keep your eye on Howard the Duck for as uh, like maybe next week. Are we done with it? Have we run out of patience for Howard? So Personally, I think so. Unless if we read one a week, which... In, and it's being consistently because what, what what I would say that this fails to do is be meta enough where yeah if we got to read nine things and then one thing that was kind of intentionally parodying that I think that would be a great little sampler but yeah. what it feels like this is going to do is be more like this issue and just be Howard uh, it's parodying the entirety of comics as a genre I guess kind of yeah. But it's also trying to be its own thing. It's yeah, I'd give it another issue or two to make my judgment, but I'm not I'm not really here for it. Yeah. So we'll talk we'll talk again at the end of next week's issue and see where we're at. So if we want to cut Howard next week would be the time. So we'll think about it. Uh, But we have one more thing to talk about, and it's Rory's little pet fave. Because we started Claremont X-Men this week. <laughs> yeah, Rory, why don't you defend these X-Men comics? You didn't me? like these? It, or it was is it just Shane or am I, am I is it 2v1 right now? It's a little 2v1. I know it gets I better. Li- I well, that's fine. I really liked them. I mean, perhaps I'm jaded by the quality of comics that we've been reading for the most part, Dracula notwithstanding. Mm-hmm. Um Perhaps. Wait, 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 wait. You said Dracula. We have to have a moment of silence for Dracula. Ready? Go. <laughs> Pour one out for own boyfriend, Frank Drake. <laughs> God, I miss Dracula. Jesus. I know. Oh, what a good show. Dracula, show. Jesus. What a good comic. Okay. All right. Continue. Um, also, me and Andy have read a, a little bit of what X-Men was doing prior to this, which was yeah. also a substantial quality dump compared to these. Yep. I liked them. I mean... Uh, I, I don't even know how to make the case until I know you don't like, I guess, because I enjoyed them. So I I could just talk about these as if they were good. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not upset with the characters. I'm not upset with the I like, mean, Beast leaves, and so stuff. that's that's an easy win. Yeah, Beast is gone. It's a big win. But I was not here for the actual plot of the comics, I guess. My yes. my my perception of what we were, so we read three issues so far, right? So obviously it's the first three issues of Claremont's run. We got to give him a little bit of time to figure it out, I'm, and that's fine. But did we read three of them? We mm-hmm. did. Uh, the first two were kind of one contiguous story with oh, the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah with, with with Count Nefaria and his Animen. Count Nefaria and the Animen. <sighs> yes. Uh, I w- I think the Animen are dumb, and I think Count Nefaria is nothing. But they're goofy okay. as all as all get out. I'll give you that completely. They're a bad villain. In the final issue as well, uh, out of nowhere, halfway through the issue, there's just a Cyclops demon that shows up at the mansion, uh, and we don't yeah. know why. Yeah, because Cyclops summoned him with his sadness. <laughs> <laughs> right? Okay, but this is just fucking, I don't know. I, Cyclops look, no, but, cried his tears si- on yeah, that Cyc- tombstone si- thing. Yeah, Cyclops' tears, his tears <laughs> are portals. He cried. The tears of a Cyclops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He blew no. up the obelisk, Andy. Did you yeah. not pay attention no. to the spooky obelisk that lives outside of the X Manor? Yes. No, I definitely did. I I followed it. I just we were doing a different thing in that issue. We we had met Moira McTaggart. We Professor did. Professor X was but, going on vacation. Okay, so, so we, we the, learned it, about some other scientists doing experiments on mutants, and that's not even relevant this issue. And then what, boom, demon. Okay, so so Doctor Nefaria is trying to escape. The X Men in a in a fighter jet, and uh, mm-hmm. and John uh, John um, Proud uh, Proud Star it is Proud Star. I was it got in my head about Brave Star and it was making <laughs> yeah. Um, so John Brave Proud Star, Star has uh, has leapt on the on the plane, even though he's not a flying or a teleporting mutant, which we have we have both. Yeah, and he's we also not an invi- those, and he's also yeah. not an invincible one, and we have two of those. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but he's trying to prove how dope he is and uh he explodes and he wasn't supposed to be on yes. the mission sykes cyclops uh grounded him but then professor x let let john proudstar go anyways because professor x is always you know he's mm-hmm. the carrot and everybody else has to be the stick mm-hmm. and he and yeah his, that's and so his real constant, his constant refusal to discipline keeps getting people killed yep 
and also Scott and John had been ha- uh, sort of butting heads through like they were butting some pretty heads. grueling training sessions they'd had. And so Scott was sort of maybe like, okay, well, he's injured because of like the training accident that happened with Colossus or something, or I don't remember exactly what got him hurt. But he uh, he's like, okay, well, you're not coming on the mission. And yeah, then it was like, no, fuck you, he is. And then he dies. <laughs> and I don't know, that, that part is kind of wild, right? I mean, like right out the gate, killing someone is not normal. No. Uh, for any of these comics. I'm I'm crossing my fingers, not crossing my fingers. I'm I'm sort of I've got my eye on it because I wonder if he's going to come back. It is one of those things. Like, well, we didn't see the corpse, so he can always come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not fully with Shane in that I didn't really I didn't enjoy these. I did enjoy them, but it just kind of felt a bit like going through the normal comic motions instead of really like for me what I wanted was coming out with more of a bang. And instead, what was weird, we get this start that's very odd and kind of hackneyed mm-hmm. where they're like, hey, we've got all these new X-Men from that giant giant size X-Men issue that, that we put out last year. Look at these new X-Men that we've got. And all of the old ones decided as one that they felt too old to be X-Men anymore and they've resigned. And it was just, it was very much a like, this is my comic now and I don't want them. It's like we are in the middle of this world now so when you basically just turn the world upside down and then it's just business as usual it just doesn't mm-hmm. feel I feel you it's it's an awkward start great. i mean there's it's one of those things that i think they had a lot to have to do they have to sort of get this new team in and and this new team uh, with the exception of banshee and and and, oh, you don't like and banshee? banshee wait why why don't you like just, banshee rory Banshee's actually all right in these. Uh, he's he's silly. He's kind of our beast replacement, this sort of um, intellectual to hang out with Professor X. He's too old for the he's team, too and, old he thinks, for this and he shit. says as much, but they're like, yeah. no, stay, no, Come hang on, out Banshee. with us. And he's like, well, all right. <sighs> You're all a bunch of millennials. Um, but but he hangs out anyway. They draw him with the, but even the widest he's the one- chest. Yeah, well, he's he's always talking about how old and jaded he is, but he doesn't act grizzled and gruff like Wolverine. He acts like a child. <laughs> yeah, but I like I like Wolverine, Storm, Nightcrawler, and Colossus. I think those are and I love and I love myself some side Cyclops. That's my boy. So I've got a pretty good lineup right now. Yeah, it's doing it for you. I get it, and I'm on board. Obviously, this is a spoiler alert. We're sticking with this for a while. We're gonna read a good chunk of Claremont's X-Men. Beep, beep, beep. So this will be sort of a, a mainstay for us, at least an issue or two every week for uh, for a while. Um, I'm sure it will get better so. when it comes back to not being an occult horror book. It's <laughs> not <laughs> just like... <laughs> this demon! <laughs> a fucking demon, it's nothing. I don't know why you don't think that summoning a demon from your tears is so dumb, because I think that's awesome. <laughs> I, it doesn't fit in this world! It doesn't fit in this world! I mean, it... I mean, it does, but like, it doesn't feel like X Men would do it. No, it doesn't it, feel no, like, it, like it at this moment that the X Men are the ones do to fight magic. demons. What I loved about magic. it, <laughs> what I loved about it is, is the explanation is so thin, and the monster shows up at about page twenty-two of the thirty-page comic. <laughs> yeah. It just yeah. smashes through the wall. It's like you summoned me. I'm here. Rawr. <laughs> it was so abrupt. I had to love it. Yeah. Okay. I I have one I have one thing I need to talk about. It has nothing to do with the story on the page. This has all happened in my head, and it's it was accidental reading. But here's what here's what happened. Uh, at one point, Nightcrawler thanks Cyclops for saving him mid fi- mid fight. It was probably against Nefaria or the Animen, which are terrible, and we don't need to talk about. But uh, he's like, oh, thanks Cyclops, and Cyclops is going to respond, my pleasure, Mister Something or whatever. And I didn't realize that was what was happening because he gets cut off. He gets hurt by somebody mid-sentence. And he's, and it says, my pleasure, missed, and then hyphen, cut off, whatever. I didn't realize for about 10 full seconds that someone wasn't talking about them having a power that summons a pleasure missed. And <laughs> my I pleasure want that so bad oh, my now. pleasure missed. <laughs> my, <laughs> ah, my pleasure missed. <laughs> pleasure missed is good. And it's really good. And I'm, I was so sad. I was, I felt stupid, but then I was sad that it wasn't real. Especially, well, he does leave those little poofy clouds, so he could be, he could be calling those his pleasure mist. <laughs> the Bamps. I forgot to look. Are they Bamps 
in no. as early as this page. No, they are Bamfs. No. They are. Nightcrawler does make Bamfs. Yeah, there's at least one Bamf. I'm gonna go look right now. So, yeah, it may have been in the final issue. I don't remember exactly, but uh, but yes, I clocked a Bamf at one point. I sounds clocked. Like a, a Bamf, yeah, it sounds like a, funny. It seems like a weekend of <laughs> sex predatoring. <laughs> when I'm clocked, I clocked a Bamf. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, ding. Oh, that's a good bell this week. Thank you. It's a good bell this week. Oh, I love it. Hello, welcome, welcome to Fuck, Mary, Kill, where you have one in the gun, one in the bum, and one who is the one. I will not waste your time this week. I have three incredible choices for you. <clears throat> is Just... it the eye, the mouth, and... <laughs> <laughs> It's just Krator. body parts. <laughs> it is all body parts all the time, which is basically fuck, Mary kill. Yeah. Uh, no. First off, today we have pro pro Rata. <laughs> okay. Yes. So you got to have the, that the magical mad financial math, wizard, the mad financial wizard, the math magician, Andy's alter ego. Okay. <laughs> Secondly, one of the actual towers of garbage. Oh, oh, a tower of garbage. Building. Okay. Got a it. tower got of it. garbage. Okay. And then last built by but clowns. not least, built by clowns. Last but not least, <laughs> Banshee. Mm. Oh. And here is the kicker. Oh. There's a secret rule. The secret rule is Rory can't kill Banshee. You have to fuck Banshee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rory can't kill Banshee? Rory is not oh. allowed to kill Banshee. Well, that's I, I mean, don't know. Given these choices, I don't know that he given would. these choices, I mean, we have a sacrificial lamb. I think. Unless you really want to the Tower fuck, of Garbage. I, unless I, I'm curious if Shane fucks the Tower of Garbage. <laughs> it sounds like you already know my answer, Rory. <laughs> Get out of my mind. <laughs> um, hmm. I think my my initial feeling is that I can't spend a life married to a math wizard because that you are gets a math old wizard? in. Uh, Oh, right. I'm there can the only opposite. be one. I think really in in this context. I think I fuck Banshee. Right? He's got a he's got a tight bod. I think we can make it work. He does. What is he? It's there's a there's a panel. Oh my god! That he's like, uh, he's he. Oh right, they're they're falling out of a plane, and and Cyclops is the last one to get rescued, and at the last minute, Banshee swoops, swoops down and grabs him. And he's like, oh, I thought you were gonna, I thought you were gonna let me, I thought I was thought I was gonna die. And he's like, oh no, not a fine broth of a boy like you. <laughs> <laughs> he calls him a fine broth. Broth. It's like, okay. I don't <laughs> hate interesting Banshee. Energy. I, I really don't hate Banshee. I, he, as an X Men character, he's gonna talk the whole time. He's literally gonna talk. Uh, the yeah, whole time he's 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 a talk he's a talky boy though, and he's. His his powers are uninteresting, and mm-hmm. his sort of he doesn't really have an interesting sort of um, you know outsider chip on his shoulder. They say he does. They say he's some ex cop on the run, but he seems like he just smokes his pipe and has a grand old time. Right. Also worth mentioning, he's gonna make the loudest, most piercing sex noises. <laughs> yeah. Your whole neighborhood is gonna know when you're getting dirty, and that's you know that's okay if you're into that. But you know, it's hard to hide a banshee. I'm into I'm into the I'm into pageantry. <laughs> I want people to know, I want people to know what I'm up to and to be disgusted by it. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Shane, let's let's slip. Normally, I make you answer last, but I, I'm I'm still having trouble. So why don't you tell me what you're thinking? Um, I think okay. So I kill the math wizard. Mm-hmm. Okay, like period done. I kill the math wizard. I blow him away. I steal his credit cards because obviously right? I was going to say, do you take his shit? Because oh, that that yeah. would be the benefit. You get to keep yes. the cosmic calculator. <laughs> I loot the body. I I I blow him away. I loot the body. Mm-hmm. Um, I. Fuck the Tower of Trash. Now, you need to <laughs> I do. tell I do. me why. Because it is a tower of garbage, and I feel like we connect on a physical and spiritual level. I like that. I like that. It's a great answer. It's a great no answer. No one understands me like you do, Tower of Garbage. <laughs> And I have I to feel say, like we have so much lived experience that we share. 
Yeah, listen, you're going to tell me that I'm not going to walk into a room that has a pile of garbage, a tower of garbage. I'm not going to stare deeply into it and just go, same. same. <laughs> like, <laughs> you stare into the trash, the trash stares back. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And so then I obviously marry Banshee, but it's mostly so that I can live the rest of my life surfing in his gutters. <laughs> How quickly he's adapted Shane, to the new phrase. Shane, I swear to God, we've used up about three episodes worth of the FCC's okay amount of <laughs> Yeah, it's like uh, the explicit markers from any two from the like, either two episode either episode on on each side of this in the back or in the in the feed all just kind of go into this one. Yeah. It's got three explicit tags. <laughs> Uh, all right, then I will. I will say that I'm gonna marry the garbage. So um, I'm I'm gonna marry the Tower of Garbage because you get about a thousand clowns in the deal, and I think I could come up with some pretty fun ways to have some things to do with clowns. That Whether is a lot it's of pranks clowns. on other people, it's a lot of clowns. It's like a whole army of clowns that, like, some of them are constantly worrying about the Tower of Garbage that I married, but some of them are probably doing nothing, and I might be able to just kind of have them around. So I marry the Tower of Garbage. <laughs> so you could threesome the tower with a clown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this tower's getting a lot of I love. I fuck the math wizard because when are you gonna get another chance to do that because sex is like you know math. banshees no, just banshees are a dime a dozen <laughs> you can find himbos i'm uh i'm fucking banshee yeah i think in this case i have to i think i have to i think we're going i think i gotta kill the tower of garbage how do you kill a tower yeah. of garbage i don't feel great <laughs> i don't feel great about it but i'm really interested in in pro rata's credit score Oh, oh. You, get a, you get a great rate on your house. That's what I'm talking about. We're going to be living, oh. in, living in sin forever. It's going to be great. Oh, fuck. That's a good answer. <laughs> Damn it. All right. Holy that's shit. Answer. That's that's the issue, you guys. This, is no, this has been number 28 of the Infinite Backlog. And... Something that didn't come up naturally during the conversation uh, that you need to know. The, 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 the sign out that I'm about to use is a literal quote from Pip the Troll, the nasty troll man. Uh, because I think today has been way more fun than brown eyeing. <laughs> Did you brown catch eyeing. that he said I brown eyeing? <laughs> to my knowledge, brown eyeing doesn't have another meaning, even in the 70s, other than showing somebody your warlock's eye, right? Like, <laughs> right. You spread the cheeks and show them your, your little thingy, your little star, your wrinkle boy. <laughs> wrinkle boy? What? <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing on this earth? Bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 Goodbye. Bye.